Coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California, this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. I meant to look up what number it was, but I forgot. It's episode 26. Woo! <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? My goodness, how time flies. I know, right? I was, um, you know, my phone, like, reminds you, look back at this day. They and... ignore those. <laughs> wow, oh, I love looking at them. Because um, I've only taken pictures of things I care about, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, except messages at work that I'm texting to people. <laughs> um... And this week was when we dyed our Kickstarter <coughs> yarn. Oh, wow. Our what? Two years ago? Our Kickstarter yarn two years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Memories. Yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> um, okay. That was really fun. Yeah, that was fun. So, um, well, who wants to start with what they're working on? Andas, go in. All right, I dropped a stitch, so come <laughs> back to me. <laughs> Let's talk now, Karen. It's your turn. Too bad. Um, <laughs> I am working on... Um, so, jumping ahead to, like, finishing, we all just finished some stuff this month, and so then I was drunk with, I could start anything! <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to focus on finishing things that I abandoned so I could work on or knit along. Um, so I'm working on Sanguine from, um... Mo Thunder or More Thunder? Oh, More More Thunder. Yeah, I always I always read it Mort Thunder, but I know that's <laughs> Mort, not right. More Thunder. More Thunder. <laughs> Mo was, Thunder. Um, what's his face? Joe uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt was on Hot Ones, and uh-huh. I just started following his Instagram page. It was like, why don't I follow him? Um, and so I see the picture on someone's Instagram of the hot wing sauces, and I read the um. Description. The description. It says, I was just on Hot Wings. Make sure you check it out. And then I then I looked at the Instagram um, name. And it's a, a, I'm reading it as Hitre Cord. Who's Hitre Cord? Hmm. I'll have to look up who this oh. is. Why am I following him? Well, his brand that he's had for a long time is Hit Record. Hit oh, <laughs> so you're like when you Who's hit see record? a word all see, mashed I, together. I would have seen it the same as you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, I see. Oh. There is no somebody out there is like. I, I'm like, who in Germany do I follow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, sanguine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I th- I'm gonna make like all of her stranded sweaters. I think. Yes. Um, they're cute. They are very she's cute. She's so cute. She is adorable. There's a, like, tiny naivete to some of her design choices, like where she puts the marker, where she puts the mm. increases. So I find myself adapting, changing those a little bit. Um, but they're great. They're lovely and well-conceived. Um, so Sanguine, I am using up all the bits from Ladyfingers, which was also nice. her sweater. And I have... Um, some cream arroyo that's going to tie it all together. She uses five colors in this stranded pattern, which so far all of her stranded work is very beginner friendly. So if you guys are, oh, that's if, good. you know, someone listening is thinking about trying their first stranded sweater, they're in DK weight, so they're not heavy. Oh, I like, but this. they're not tiny needles either. Um, and 
Um, this ball of Arroyo that I'm holding in my hand, it's the natural Arroyo, mm-hmm. has now been in three sweaters. Wow. I'm so proud of it. It's a little workhorse ball of yarn. <laughs> um, but it will be exhausted in the yoke of this sweater. So she uses five colors, and I am using, I think we use ten, including the cream. So there's nine colors, and the cream will um, tie it all together. But it, it? it's looking mm-hmm. pretty. Um, then I have a real treat, kind of like a birthday present to myself. I am making a weekender. Love it. Out of tarts. Ooh, so classic. God bless the person who put one complete ball of tart in the swap. I actually thought I was what snagging. a treasure. Yeah. I thought I was snagging a ball of, like, Jupiter or something, like, just grabbing a ball of Malabrigo, which is a treasure in its own. Oh, yeah. But I was delighted to find out it was a ball of tart. So that is a color I have, ever since meeting Madeline Tosh as a yarn, I have wanted to make a sweater in this color. Um, so I'm very excited to get to do it in one of their like high quality stranded ones instead of what I normally would have allowed myself, which would have been Merino light, uh-huh. uh, which is single ply fingering weight. Um, Weekender is such a smart sweater. I know. I have one on the needles that I haven't finished, but... You're close, though, no? Uh, I'm, like, at the armpits. I'm not how, that close. How many weekenders have you made? None. I've I really? half of one. I think you're thinking about helping I've helped a lot that. of people make it, but I have made half of one. And I saw it the other it day. Then? No yeah, one? T- nobody's taught it. Yeah. I thought we. I thought someone here taught weekender. No. Nope. Because we've ha- maybe because we've helped so many people. Yeah, with it's it. a very popular sweater. I, w- I was saying the other day that it's like, it looks like a, such a simple sweater. It's not actually totally my personal style, but once you look at when I've helped people working on it, you get a sense of all of the smart decisions that were made in designing yeah. it, from the cast on to the bind off at the neckline to the way it comes together. I am gonna do one little thing. Mm-hmm. Which in my past knitting life, I would have made it exactly uh, as written. Because I like not sewing the sleeves in. Hypothetically. Uh. Um, <laughs> I'm totally addicted to this bottom-up sleeve. But in Weekender, you construct the bodice, and then you pick up the sleeves and work the sleeves away. Which is so smart for a drop shoulder sleeve. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sew it in using mattress stitch. But I'm really addicted to grafting. Mm. And carrying around this like little tiny happy uh-huh. tube of a sock instead of of a sock. I'm looking at sleeve. Karen's sock <laughs> of a sleeve. <laughs> sleeve sock. It's so still, it's I'm still, still gonna follow the instructions. I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna like mm. knit about an inch of the sleeve, and then I'm gonna pause, and I'm gonna finish the sleeve. Oh, you're my, making a hybrid in my sick fashion. That's <laughs> awesome. If my plan is if I ever get back to it, so that sweater is knit inside out yeah for the body so it's curl side showing Mm -hmm. but she designed it so that the sleeves are stocking it and the body is reverse stocking it and i think i would make the sleeves reverse stocking it too you know i didn't realize that yet so that's how i want them yeah Yeah. i want it to all match yeah i think the original pattern has stocking it sleeves which looks fine but i think i would want it to be reverse stocking it so if i did the same thing i would turn it inside out after a row and Thank you for sharing that, because in my head, I've been assuming that they were reverse stocking it also, mm-hmm. which would be even better for grafting the sleeves together, because you have no worry if the pearl side's showing, who cares what your your two rows you grafted. If the grafts were exactly right. perfect, they can um, blend. They're not going to show as right. distinctly as they would on the knit side. So I have this little promise to myself that um, 
I take my lunch break and I park at a park near work and um, this is so simple. I can have a book open while I'm reading, uh-huh. while I'm knitting. So uh-huh. I have a little contraption to keep my book open and I'm reading Little Women. So I can read yeah. Little Women and knit on this on my break. I did it on Friday and now, it was... Is this so your first lovely. time reading the book? No, I read it as a kid. I love that So book. I'm excited read to read it like as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already noticing some differences from the first time I read it and my perception of the characters to mm-hmm. which is probably influenced in seeing many film versions yeah but I have not seen the newest film version um because I wanted to reread the book yeah. before Jane, anything by Jane, Jane Austen and uh Louisa May the, Alcott. I'm sorry Louisa May Alcott <laughs> that's right you said and <laughs> there's some sort of story in my family I don't know how that we're related to Louisa May Alcott Huh. I think on my mom's, like my grandma's side, I don't know if that's true or how that came to be, but, but it's supposedly true. I'm related to her somehow. No, it's true. Okay. Um, and then the last thing that I want to talk about that I'm working on, I am trying to have some willpower and finish things I started back in... Boring. I know. <laughs> back in June. That was like oh, a, you're better than I am. No, that was like a knitting decision I made three or four years ago. Uh-huh. That I wasn't going to, like, start less things, but I wanted to have more fidelity to seeing them through to finishing. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, someone took my um, intro to stranding class with the intent to be able to make a uh, rattlesnake. I love that <gasps> I love sweater, that one. Which, what her screen name is, Nitosophy? Nitosophy. Yeah. Jamie Hoffman, I, I think, think that's her name. right, yeah. I know, I love that I could, like, sweater. see it in my head, but I couldn't read it. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's it, Nidosophy. I saw it on the laptop, and I'm like, that is really cool. So, um, I was studio offered top. to test knit that sweater, oh, but I had too many things going on. I was like, oh, I really, really want to, but I can't. <laughs> I got the email, and I was like, ooh, I could just drop every all of my responsibilities and make this sweater, but. So, our beautiful student, Jackie, reminded me that, oh, shoot, I want to make that sweater, and I want to do it right now. And so, I got, um... I haven't bought a lot from Lady Dye Yarns, even though I, like, adore her and follow her and heart, heart, heart everything on Instagram. Um, but I signed up for her summer summer surprise box. Mm. Um, there's a peach, but it's in my room. And so she sent the... It's a cute little pack where there was a little knitting journal and some notions and a little candy, which hit the right spot that day. Um, <laughs> so it's peach, like an orange sherbet color, this blue and white that looks like a melting iceberg <laughs> um and this gorgeous purple that's just like a kind of like an orchid like yeah it has this vibrancy to it but without being like glowing um and yeah, it, so it's purple but it's not purple you're right it's pink but it's not pink it's yeah somewhere it's a good color and then i had this green that was already in my stash and borrowing i had seven balls of this green so i had like 14, almost 1,500 yards, so I'm borrowing two balls, we'll see. And then I have this spare of something that is delightful. <laughs> I'll talk about it in another time, when it because it's for my descent. I bought two contrast colors for my descent. I don't know if it's going to be the descent cardigan or descent pullover. Um, I have to figure out if I can get the gauge to 20 stitches to the inch in fingering weight, then it will be the cardigan. Uh, hmm. So anyway, this is the contrast that failed. <laughs> so oh, I wait, this... twenty to one inch, twenty to four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm going to see if I can make this because this yarn's kind of fluffy. I'm, I'm going to pass it around. Ooh, it's um, got a heatheredness. It's it's 
It's not. It's got like a warm. The pattern's in beige. DK yeah. weight, right? Yes. So this one, I'm also pushing my luck. Yeah. It's 21 stitches, but I think it's gonna be fine. Okay. <laughs> um. So I have this great palette. <laughs> it's a hunter green. A soft, I'm calling this color like a butter color. Camel. It camel. Me, yeah, but, it, but, it's, but it's like a camel, a heathered camel. Yeah. Because it's not just solid. It's got little dark bits and light yeah. bits. Um, and then this gorgeous purpley orchid and this lovely um, blue and white. That's It's like a very arctic blue mm-hmm. and white. So uh, the green will be my neckline and cactus color. The purple, I think, is going to be the background on the rattlesnake. Um, yeah. And the, then like, the diamond pattern. blue and white will be the sky. And the the yellow <laughs> butter camel color will be um, the body of it. And I think the yardages are very... Um, I can't think of it. I had, like, the word that they're, like, really pumped up. I think she's asking for a lot more yardage. Generous. Generous. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. That there's more than 10% extra in that. In the pattern. Yeah. But not enough people have made it for me to know for sure if I'm going to have to buy another ball for the body. Uh-huh. But voila. Beautiful. Rattlesnake. So I made a deal with myself that when I run out of this cream ball that I can work more on rattlesnake. Um, so those are the three things I'm thinking about. Nice. There are two other sweaters that are languishing that I promised myself I will finish. So maybe next month you'll hear about them. <clears throat> Karen, what are you working on? Well, I've actually been I I've been working on crochet. So uh, one of our customers had asked that we teach a class on Bavarian crochet, and I'm like, huh, I don't know what that is. What is that? And so um, I've been I looked it up, and it's it's a cousin to the Catherine wheel. In crochet it's a different texture but um where you you do the bottom half I, they're more where the Catherine wheel is more rounded these are more chevron shaped like so they, they the bottom half is like filling in the valley and the top half creates a hill on top of it so you get these diamond shapes and there's back posts um, triple it's all in triple crochets too so it actually has a nice drape I like a triple crochet. I know some people are have been told me that they don't like it, but I feel yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm going places when mm-hmm. I do a triple. <laughs> also, if you, I think if you, if you have a tendency to have your crochet be a little stiff, I think that tr- the doing a triple gives it a lot more um, drape. Yeah. So I've been practicing <clears throat> that, and um, made a sample for. Um, for an upcoming class, but I'm going to do some more with it because I really like it. Especially if you pick a self-striping yarn, like I picked a Lion Brand cupcake. Who can resist a cupcake? They're so, so they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a calorie-free cupcake. It's a calorie-free cupcake. Um, I didn't realize it was DK weight, but it makes sense because it was using an H, and it it feels like it's smaller. But but then yeah, yeah, I don't have to worry. I I'm in a place where I like the yarn to make my decisions for me. I don't want to have to keep changing. And also, I don't want to have to weave in a ton of ends. I'm also doing a, um, a test knit, the sock that Anne was mentioning, for Melissa Metzbauer. Um, this sock is called New Jersey. And the top, it's, I wish I had a really good red because that's really what it's, um, ba- it's based on. See the little tomatoes on top? Mm-hmm. Jersey is New Jersey is known famous for having some of the best tomatoes ever. I didn't know that. 
I did not know that, but... How famous could it be if we all three didn't know that? <laughs> well, <laughs> our, one of our good friends from New Jersey, that one of our members, told me about that. And so I've, I started some tomato plants from seed from New Jersey. So hopefully... You didn't get the mystery pack of seeds from China. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want anything like that. But um, anyway, so I'm doing... It's really interesting. It's got like lattice work and reverse stockinette. And I'm I'm going against my usual... I, I hate double points, but I'm doing double points, so, because it's just easier. I didn't know that about you. I don't really like double points. Yeah, she mm. always uses two circulars. Two sure. circular or flexi flips, but this was the, the size that I needed to get gauge happened to be on my DPNs, and they're the Royales, so mm-hmm. they have their, their wood shaft and really fun little metal tips, which I like. It's kind of I a hybrid. I don't mind hybrid. double pointed. It's sort of like 50-50 for me. It's like, if I can find double pointed, I'll use those. Yeah. If not, it's magic. I have, right. I have to think more exactly. with with DPNs to have things not fall off because, yes, when I go to pull, I have pulled the <laughs> oh, needle yeah, you out. Pull the wrong needle. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. And it put the mech on. That just happens. <laughs> no, this has such a pretty, like, and I'm using design. And I'm using stash yarn. Yarn that from, um, plucky knitter that i've had for like six years nice it was going to be something and it's more greens and little pops of lavender in the back but anyway yeah so i'm doing that i know melissa metzbauer because um she is also she's one of the few tech editors that do crochet Mm, there's a lot of knit tech editors but it's harder to find a, a crochet tech editor and as i am newer to crochet design I appreciate having someone to be able to look over and make sure the terminology is correct. That's awesome. My other thing is I joined a cross stitch, a mystery cross stitch along. And um, I would never do that. Well, it's, it's, you get it's four so clues. Cute. Yeah, it's really This cute. is just, this is just one of the clues. Uh, it's called Midnight Way and they, I wasn't a big lover of Halloween, but Anne has really made me embrace it. <laughs> it's hard. It's adorable. Once you start and you open yeah. your heart to it, you'll find it's the best holiday. Is that? Did you say it's the? Is that the frosted pumpkin? The frosted pumpkin stitchery. They're so cute. I love her stuff. There's her a, stuff is adorable. They're all cute. They she have makes a me want a cross stitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Very cute. So um, I've been working on the clue one, which I got a lot done the first week it came out, and then I had to put that aside to work on responsibilities responsibilities (laughs) but that didn't stop me from getting other things so i'm looking forward to it's got the clue one well you just have to look it up mid but she doesn't once a year she does a mystery and knit along and she has a lot of holiday type things yeah um i made a santa one of hers like a little mini i think it was an ornament or something yeah they do it was like a little santa claus i don't remember if i finished it but i remember making santa I have another one here called Cactus Party. I'm looking forward to doing um, because I want to teach a class on intro. Uh, this is a very beginner friendly cross stitch. Um, I'm going to use teach it on a eight o'clock because it's a little easier for a first timer to be able to do. Otherwise, I'm enjoying linen. Okay, I did not know that you could get like this colored tie dye looking linen. Cool. It's so the background. I couldn't get the the exact color. Because everybody wanted it, so they sold out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that they recommended. Right. But I got one that's like purples and pinks, and it's it's you know 
kind of like an indigo purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah, it's got a little bit of warm pink to it. But <laughs> it yeah. goes good with your green witch's skin. <laughs> yes, the witch is green skinned and, and red haired or orange haired. And I like the one of brooms. Mirabella was working on rainbow stuff yesterday and she's like, Mom, what's what's the name of that color in the rainbow nobody talks about? I have very strong opinions about this. Have I talked about, about my strong opinions about indigo? Know. No, it's indigo the, the, Yeah, Roy G. Biv. She's like, what's the name of that color nobody talks about? Here's my question. I'm going to be really brief because I could go into this. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Okay? Yeah. Or red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Indigo is a tertiary color, and why do we put it in the list that I want to know? So that you, you got your red, actually, your yellow, your blue. Those are your primary colors. You it, got your orange, you got your green. Those are your secondary colors. Why is a tertiary color included in the official definition of a rainbow? I want to know. Well, I have very strong like, opinions like about this. It's shade, even. It's not even... My entire life, I've since a child, I've drawn rainbows. I have never put an indigo No, in. red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. That's how it makes sense. I mean, you already have the blue represented in blue. Why do you need indigo? I don't know, but it really bothers me. Yeah. I didn't know that it feels the same. Good. I, I've heard things with that her. actually it was just included to to make it a mnemonic. <laughs> Still mad. Hey, I feel you. I have those passions for some things, but I guess then you should appreciate Mirabella's <laughs> Yeah, no, I do. As soon color. as you said that, I was like, I know exactly how she feels. <laughs> I'm doing one more thing. This is awesome. What is this? Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I so want it. So I got this. Colors. I got this neon rainbow speckled yarn from. How many colors are in that rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> There's no indigo. No. One, two, three, four, five, six, six and I'm missing one. Oh, then there might be. An I'm indigo. missing a seven, but it's more. Yeah. Anyway, so this is <laughs> the way it is. Is oh, I'm missing the super purple one. There's a much more purpley mm. one somewhere. That must be the indigo. Mm. <laughs> No, it's purple, but no, I mean each, the, that one. Each one of here. these DK weight full skeins has two primary colors, um, but they they can stack next to each other in any direction. So what? I can whichever one I start, I can end that my finished one will end up with right. some of the first color. What pattern yeah. are you making? My own pattern. Ooh. I'm taking Thule Fog Cowl, which is a nice intro to cables kind of um, pattern. And I am totally spicing it up because there is nothing foggy about this bright neon. I love that color. The, the one you're using is yeah, my this favorite. This is like my one. favorite. Okay, yeah. so this, this one is primarily lime and aqua, but it's got pops of fuchsia, neon purple, uh, remember that fluorescent pop? Yeah. Which one is it? It's... Purple pop? Yeah. Yeah. Pur- it's got some purple pop in there. It still has white. It has little bits of hot orange and yellow. It's just... Did you yeah. say where this yarn was from? Did I miss it? Um, It's on one of the... I think I still have a tag in here somewhere. I got it from the UK. It was one of those I, people that opened things up and I probably spent more than I should have, but it was just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, And then I had to wait like six weeks before, because it was a pre-order right. thing. But I even look, look how beautiful this neon. Yeah, that's right up my own. It's Edison bulb with lime and cream and little pops of, everything has pops of pink and orange and, and then there's like bright, bright fluorescent cone orange with hot pink and fluorescent core orange with hot yellow. I don't know. It's just gorgeous. But this one's my favorite. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was... And so that's... I don't know 
how the cables are going to really work with this, but I don't really care because <laughs> I really, really want to make a new sample of something. Plus, I... Oh, and I'm using... Okay, so have you guys tried these before? These are the Those are Knitter's cubics. Pride Cubics. Mm -hmm. They're wood. I'm yeah, trying I to see I how I like them. them. I, I think, like... I think the cube-shaped needles definitely create stitch consistency because there was a sample at stitches, not stitches, at uh, Tiananmen. Well, plus well, Anna Kappa had some. Yeah, but I mean, before oh. we got any, there was yeah. a sample at TNN A that they were letting people knit on all day long, and it was, like, you couldn't tell that a hundred different knitters had mm. knitted on it. Oh, that's amazing. And yet... They seem kind of gimmicky. I'm the only one knitting on my knitting. Right. <laughs> so... What I do suppose I care? if you didn't yeah. like your stitch consistency, maybe it would help. That's a good okay. I don't know. insight. Yeah. I will say, there because um, was it Addy? One of the other brands came out with metal cubes. Knit collage. Knit collage. Oh, those were yeah. terrible. Those are terrible. They were the first ones. Super, super yeah. heavy. Yeah. Um, the cable was firm. And the cable yeah. was super flimsy. Needles. Yeah. So I don't like, that was my first experience. I'm like, okay, I don't like those. But then these were Knitter's Pride, and I really kind of love everything by Knitter's Pride. Yeah, Almost everything. Job. I don't care for zings. I love oh, zings. I love zings. I know. <laughs> I'm okay. the minority I prefer there. metal needles, and I know you yes. prefer wood, so <gasps> yeah. there you go. Yep. There you go. Yep. Something for everybody. Yeah, it's, zings it's, are my it's, favorite. It's, not, it's just the tink, tink noise. That I love just, that noise. Yeah. You're so using much. those right now. Yeah, I am. I'm <laughs> zings right this second. But I don't hear them. Because it, it's it's dulled by the wood. Oh, there wood. it is. There it is. Not the wood. The the, the, <laughs> the, the words. Yarn. The yarn. Oh, now I, like I hear the it. See, now I hear. But I hear the wood. I do hear the metal when the tips of the royales go. Yeah. But it's just different. Sewing machines yeah. and clicking knitting needles are like two of my favorite sounds. Yeah. <laughs> the, the autistic person in me just it just gets overwhelming. But anyway. So right. that's what I, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a little I, bit I of everything. I want to interject on the rainbow that I'm half working on one more thing. Mira, so Tuesday morning uh -huh. has yes. London K bulky sets. She's the what girl. Is, what is that? She's the girl who does um, like yarn bombing and crochet, and she oh. has a really cute book that's mostly. It's not really an instructional book. It's like a lookbook of all the mm. cool yarn bombing she's done. So I brought home a neon rainbow to Mirabella. It was missing purple, indigo, or violet. <laughs> so she was sort of ranting about that all night. Because um, they only give you five balls. Okay. They're $5 at... Um, for a set. For a set, yeah. Nice. At uh, Tuesday morning. So she is making a rainbow heart in crochet. And I found like a crocheted coaster. Mm. Um, if you look at that on Ravelry, it'll be one of the first ones. Um, heart coaster. I can't remember who the designer is. And it's a free pattern. So I have to start every round and change all the colors for her. Mm. <laughs> when I used to make um, like those loom pot holders, that was like one of my favorite things to oh, make. Oh yeah, they're so fun. But I would always get to the end and then make my mom do the finishing part <laughs> where you like do the chain around the outside and make the loop. Because I was like, I did the fun part. I don't want to learn how to do yeah. the hard part. See, I would never do that for anyone. And I really hate doing it for I mean, daughter. my mom hated it, but she yeah. would still be. <laughs> but I'm so happy that she's like doing it, yeah. but I don't want to discourage her let her you know lose interest i want i want to help her see it to the end because a finished prod like when you get to that point and you're making oh that's lovely karen has brought out her missing color it's yeah, definitely purple. purpley yeah so that other blue and purple one must be indigo. yeah <laughs> no no that was number seven. So oh, this is indigo yeah that's what red orange yellow green blue indigo this is, violet this i think this is the oddball 
No. No. That's, that color, cyan, is like the color mixing blue. Okay, if you're getting bad greens when you mix your royal blue paint, it's because you should be using cyan and magenta to make your purples. It's like a printer. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I'm working on a afghan. Um, it's lovely. If you, listener... Or a loved one of mine who's getting married on October 10th. Please stop listening. I don't <laughs> think that they would be, but just in case, I don't know. Um, so I'm working on an afghan for a wedding gift, and it is a corner-to-corner throw, but I'm making it a rectangle shape, so it's not a square. It's a rectangle um, in five colors of Hobby Lobby's I Love This Yarn, which is... You know, that's a pretty good acrylic yarn. It is. It's 100% acrylic worsted, but it's a very good quality acrylic, and I've used it before for a different blanket. And um, I'm using like a teal, a dark teal blue, a cream, a mustardy gold, a minty kind of color, and a chocolate brown. It's fantastic. Thank you. It was, I asked for favorite colors, and I got back uh, mint or like a kind of like a I don't remember how she said it, like a seashell kind of blue, mm. mustard, and neutrals. So that's kind of where I took off from. Very nice. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, It's been fun. And uh, every time I make a corner to corner blanket, I'm always like, well, this goes a lot faster than I think. Because I started it mid-month because there's a bridal shower mid-September. And I was like, oh, well, I have about a month. But I'm already decreasing for the last corner. So I'm like, oh, wow. well, on my way to being done. Yeah. And I haven't really like buckled down to make myself work on it that much. So it's kind of, and it's using less yarn than I thought. I bought two balls of each color and I'm still on the first ball. I'm probably going to run out before I get to the very end, but it's still, I thought I was going to end up needing more, but no, it's a, I always am impressed by this pattern because it's easy, it's repetitive and it's uh surprisingly fast I don't know why so that is what I am working on I'm also just working I've been working on like uh filming and editing class videos and stuff like that so I haven't had a lot of that's our new life (laughs) yeah I haven't had a lot of uh time to work on you know personal stuff and whatever um I'm still knitting on rift which is that tea by Jacqueline C. Slack in Mm -hmm. Uh, Juniper Moon Zooey, which I started at least a month or two ago, and it's stupid because it shouldn't take me this long, but I'm still haven't worked on that in a while. But well, if it just sits, the knitting fairies haven't visited. No, it. they haven't decided <laughs> to work on that yet. But that's pretty much all I have actively going on. And I know there's like a million things that I have started that I should work on, Meh. but I'm at the point where I'm like looking for the next sweater that I want to cast on or whatever, but I don't know what that's going to be. And I really should go back to working on my weekender sweater because I do really like it and it would be a good wearable because I'm using like neutrals. So maybe I'll pick that up again. I like yours a lot. I yeah. think your yarn combo is very cool. I was happy with it. Um, You want to talk about what you finished? Sure. Okay. So um, we had a knit along yep. for, um, help me with her name. Denise I, Barron. Thank you. I can only think of her screaming, which is true about everyone. <laughs> uh, her wave of change jacket. And um, I found a worsted weight yarn that I was really excited about because I wanted to make it a little lighter weight. Mm-hmm. So I was going to join in and make one gray sweater. 
And you did. You made one I gray made sweater. One gray sweater. Actually, that's not true. But you also made other stuff. You made two so, gray yeah, sweaters. I made two gray sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> so then Michael's had that Italian yarn on sale, and I bought it in the gorgeous purples and oranges and green. It's mainly purple. And I talked about it last time. And I made a purple sweater. Yep. It's such a good pattern. And I'm realizing people are not, they're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like. No, I've heard it nothing was... but positive, positive. The people, the people that participated love that sweater. It's their new favorite sweater. It, it nothing but great, great well, the, things. The thing, I'm finding it so refreshing to work on a straight up raglan sweater. Yeah. Because I feel like all of the. All the sweaters I've been attracted to recently and a strong design trend is all yoke shape right now. That's right. just, mm-hmm. you know, the rounded yoke, rounded yoke, rounded yoke. Which is it great, a, too. It gives a lot of room for design op- possibility. Yeah, it, it's a very great palette to splash something fun onto. But I love a raglan-shaped sleeve. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. So it's a great pattern. Um, so I adapted it into a pullover. That's my second gray sweater. And I could not be happier with it. As soon. Yeah, I want to make a pullover after seeing yours. It, it was so fun. Yeah. And all I did is, because um, I want to say fast. this without giving away the pattern, um, I cast on, and so that you could do this for any size, cast on three stitches for the front, and then for the first ten rows, I did an increase along the neck edge also. So mm. then there's a negative, you're still missing stitches, so then I cast those on as I did the tenth row. Right. I finished and brought it into the round. So yours is like I a crew neck shape. Yes. Because I would have just cast on the same number for the front as the back and made it like a little turtleneck sort of. It well, yeah, it would have been a little, like a boat neck. yeah, not as round, but yeah. Well, the one thing that I wasn't loving when I tried on the jacket is that it goes right up on your neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did also add some short rows in the back. Um, to the pullover one? To the pullover, yeah. Uh, so you finished three sweaters. I finished three sweaters. They're mm. all wave of change jacket. <laughs> it's a good pattern. It is a I great need pattern. to make another one. As soon as, because I, I literally have 60 I'm projects. on the body of that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't say it in your, what are you working on? Karen's know, working on wave I have, of change. Because <laughs> Karen should be working on it for a week. <laughs> um, so I am going to, I literally have 60 projects that I have yarn for. It started... I, you know, I have yarn. You counted? And it started. Wow. Or I have yarn and it's planned. Right. And I need to make a really significant dent in that before I buy one more sweater's worth of anything. <laughs> or anything. <laughs> so I think that Summer Surprise Box is my last yarn purchase for a while. Unless I'm buying something to finish one of these many uh-huh. things. That's how I am with the quilts. Like I need to, I've got multiple stuffs in like, process. Stop it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm finish something. I mean, I, I got in the e- email. Allison Glass has their special rainbow bundle of, you Ooh. don't know what you're going to get. It's all, Ooh. some of it's out of print. I'm like, doesn't Ooh. matter. That's beautiful. Someone else will enjoy <laughs> that. I have, I already pre-ordered yard Tula pink stuff. that'll come in October. I'm like, Mm-mm. No, yeah. I can't buy any more <laughs> right. fabric. And it's hard. The, the willpower thing is not something that is in my character. I have to, yeah. de- I have to delete the email so I can't come right. back. So I might go back and dig it out of the trash. <laughs> There's only one hair on it. I'll eat it anyway. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Thank you for sharing Let's that. Let's not unpack that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... 
I'm going to buy some Yu Yu Bulky. <laughs> what? Baba Bulky? When, yeah, when I am. Um, oh, that's your carrot. May, when I've made some significant impact, I'm going How to. How do you define buy. significant impact? I haven't decided because <laughs> you know that when I make a decision like that, I immediately revolt against myself. Yeah. Like yeah. no one else is imposing these rules. And then you I will immediately. Somebody. Yeah, I will immediately. Who said I couldn't? Right. You did, Anne. Oh, you're not the boss of anyone, Anne. So. <laughs> not even yourself. <laughs> so, uh, and then, so I'm going to daydream about what color. I don't know what color. I For want. what? To make another. Got it. <laughs> to make another wave of change pullover. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she has, um, I'm going to look it up. Uh, there's a pattern that she, when I say she, whoever is. The girl. Yeah, I have that going, and actually, I thought that the pop—I think it's called pop pullover. No, it's no. sorry, it's oh. um, it's she did a knit along with the bulky yarn. Um, for a, a top. No, 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 no. <laughs> hold on, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> I should let you finish because I have enough left over of my gray. You, I think you've yarn. made this pattern. It is a pullover, <laughs> Carbeth. Oh, Carbeth, yeah. She has a new long going for yes. that. Yes. And I want to make that with that. Yarn. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have a black Carbeth that I need to finish. It's on that list of need to finishes. Mm. Um, and because I've made a Carbeth pullover and I love it. Yeah. And it takes what weight yarn? It's a uh, bulky. Same as um, Wave oh. of Change. Um, I was going to say... Yu has the pop pullover, I think. Yes. That's her design. Um, and so the yarn, I was going to give up on the pop pullover and use it for Wave of Change. Um, but I really want the pop pullover, so I decided to not abort that mm-hmm. plan and just buy more yarn. <laughs> like it. My goal is before I even think of another sweater, I've got some other sweaters I just want to finish. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, right. gorgeous. that's really where I'm trying to be. Yeah. Mostly my East Creek. I want to finish the East Creek. Um, sweater that I did with my own dyed yarn and you gave me a really great join the bottom up sleeve cults well <laughs> the thing is I'm stuck on I've, the body's done I've got the sleeves I got to work on but because I made my own gradient and I wasn't I don't know how much I have left of mm. each one to line them up it's a lot but, of thinking but if yeah. I go bottom up because I it's just it's just if I, I I'm worried about starting getting too going too far from the middle but if i start from the end and go up and i could do two sleeves at a, at a time i was gonna say why don't you knit both the sleeves at the same time until you run out of yarn exactly do it now drop your sock <laughs> it's in my closet at home so okay. sorry no. and don't this leave. don't leave and this yeah. has a deadline okay so, well, that's legitimate i suppose um so that, that oh and I finished the cutest shorts for Mirabella mm, and they I'll were adorable. They're on my Instagram page. It's um a pattern called the Vero Beach Set, mm-hmm. and if you if you search that you will find it. I can't think of the pattern designer. She seems like a kind of new um, pattern designer because she doesn't have like a huge repertoire of patterns, um, and it's just like that cute little petal. Uh, hem gym short kind of thing. I guess Pearl Soho also has a free pattern. Mm. Um, but the Vero Beach set comes with this cute little throw over um, kind of beach hoodie and um, these cute shorts. So I made Mirabella cute. the smallest size. I could actually probably make her the next size up um, in the adult pattern. 
next time. They're so cute on her little butt. <laughs> and oh, the fabrics are adorable. The, well, she chose those fabrics. Um, I had made the rainbow mm-hmm. um, Ogden cami for her, so I really needed to get on it and make the shorts she wanted to go with it, which is pink fabric with um, unicorns and rainbows scattered all over it. Perfect. And um, then she picked this other pretty one that is kind of just like a like a per- like a tie-dyed rainbow but a little bit more sophisticated than just tie-dye but that kind of splotchy pink uh-huh. color and then um Flo had given me some fabric that's in this gorgeous pink and orange and yellow so have you guys ever done that kind of bias binding hem it has this brilliant hem Mm-mm. where you because to go around that curve and i think it's what i need to do to finish my um what a tamarack jacket Oh, yeah. So um, you sew the bias binding in half, kind of like a quilt binding, mm-hmm. and then you flip it over and sew it down. There's a little more to that step, but it makes the most beautiful hem on this curved edge. Mm. No, I've not done that. I well, I can see you, you, you can only do that with a bias binding because you yeah, need the stretch, the, curve. the curves. Yeah. Oh, it's so lovely and so easy. Like, once you do it, nice. it's like, oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and I did make my own continuous bias binding strip. In the pattern, you cut out strips um, on the bias, uh-huh. but I um, I just made a continuous one since I was doing a batch. Um, and then, if you are going to make this these shorts, please pay attention to the fact that you cut four of them, or something like that, and you seam them together. So if you make a continuous binding... Cut it that piece twice as long, half as many. Mm. <laughs> and you'll save a sewing step. <laughs> I felt so foolish that I had uh, just cut them all for the whole batch. And then I found out. You're going to piece oh, together these anyway. all get sewn together. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, well, I finished my uh, uh, Wave of Change jacket. I peeked at it on Thursday when uh, we were all talking about it. It's like, haha, you fools. I can all see Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I have a bone to pick with mine. Um, uh-huh. The pattern, the fit, fine. The yarn, I do not recommend. Oh, no. So, oh, that's I a shame because knew... you left it at first. Well, yeah, I did. Um, it's a bad breakup. It's, okay, so it was bleeding a lot when I was knitting with it. Yes. So I thought when I wash it, the water's going to be completely blue. Yeah. Just because so much blue was coming off on my needles and my hands. Mm-hmm. When I washed it, no blue leaked out of the water at all. That's but the soaking water, your hands. the soaking water was yellow, and I was like, "What is happening?" Oh, is that the indigo? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the pink. You know, I feel about indigo. <laughs> no, so the walking water was yellow, and I was like, "That's weird. Where did the yellow come from?" And then I laid it out to dry, and I don't know if you guys can see. I just noticed oh. it this morning. Can you see where like it was exposed to the air? Versus, so when I blocked it, I blocked it flat, right? Yeah. The back is blue. <gasps> the front like where it was facing yellow. is yellow. Oh, it's got an From aged, the air. It's got an aged look. And I don't know, maybe if oh. it's the pH of our water, but it's only where it was up facing the air that it's got this weird yellow tinge to it. And there's like a perfect line from the oh. front to the back of the sweater where it was folded. Can you see that? Yes. Yeah, it's horrible. And the problem I had when I blocked it that I was worried about was that I had run out of yarn and I needed another ball. So I bought another ball and it was a completely different dye lot. Although this is my other bone to pick with this yarn company. 
They have terrible customer service. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, I don't know if I should say what yarn this is. I probably you should. You should. Yeah, so call it out. Is... When some... Because, like, I want to laugh crying. I know. It's horrible. Because it's... Because at first I was like, oh, why does it look like that? I was like, well, if it looks like that all over, then, like, that's fine. Then I picked it up off the block and I was like... And, like, the backside of it's not. It's just where it's... it hit the air. Wow, it's so weird. It's There's so no weird. natural light in your office. No, no, no. So no, it's no, not no. like it's sun. She doesn't have a. Wi- she doesn't have a window. Sitting in the dark for two <laughs> days, drying. So then, when I, I kind of want to throw up a little. Can you see my sleeve where it's like a darker blue on the end? Yeah, but actually, hey, that's, that's that didn't fine. bother me too much because yeah. I was like, oh, it's a different ball, but like it's a little darker. But whatever. That's it, the thing I was worried about. Yeah, it looks fine. And that's like hardly my problem at oh, all. Gosh, you can't even. You can't wear it. So this. Well, so the yarn is. We Are Knitters, Billy Jean is the yarn. Hey, everybody. This is editing, Katie, to let you know. I said the wrong uh, brand for the yarn. It's not We Are Knitters. The brand was Wool and the Gang, Billy Jean. So, sorry, We Are Knitters. I don't mean to speak ill of you. The yarn was Wool and the Gang, Billy Jean. The yarn itself feels great, and I like the finished product. I think it's it's going to be wearable. Yeah, Yeah, and it's fine. It does shrink a lot, which I took into account and I knew beforehand, so I made it a little bit longer, I think. Definitely the denim jacket feel you were looking for. And I'm fine with it. If it worked and it didn't have this disaster, yeah. it would be... It's like a weird, rusty yellow you... cast over the front of it. Well, the thing is, if you if you try to re-block it, and would the other side... That's what I'm wondering. It's like, maybe if I... I don't know. I don't know. The other problem I had with this yarn company is when I... Because I got another ball, and then I looked at my two ball bands. Because when I had the first set, I was like, I don't see a dye lot anywhere on here. So if I order another one, I'm assuming it's going to be the same. It wasn't. And I looked at the two ball bands of the new ball and the old ball, like back and up, back, like over and over. And I could not see anywhere where it said any different numbers anywhere. So I was like, I don't know if they even have dye lots. I, this is confusing. They don't really. We so I, just don't have. Well, no, I emailed them. Oh. And I was like, do you have different dye lots for your yarn? And they were like, well, some of them do and some of them don't. What well, yarn is this it? this is recycled. Right. Jeans, so so I was sense. like, maybe they do have different batches. And she was like, I think it all comes from the same batch, but I'll ask the warehouse seemed to look into it and i was like great so clearly different, and then though. days went by and i didn't hear anything so i emailed her again and i was like do you know if there's a difference and she was like oh well send me i sent her a picture i was like these are the two ball bands this is the old one this is the new one and then i was like i need more of the one on the left which to me i could not tell the difference between the two and she's like oh well it says the dialot right there it's eight six whatever but that number was the same on both ball bands so I wrote her back and I was like, well, yeah, I see that, but that's the same as, they're both the same, but one of them's clearly darker blue. And so that was, I was waiting for like a week or two. I was like, should I just do it? So I just ended up knitting with the second ball because it's been half a week now and I still haven't gotten an email back from them about it. Jeez. And that was before I even knew about this weird yellow thing that happened. So I think at this point, I might just dye it. I might just throw it in a dye bath. Yeah. Well, yeah. What color? I, I don't know. Like a blue? Because well, I really like the denim blue, but well, and I have I have the dye. We have the dye for cotton, so yeah, I don't know. Because if you, it almost like you could take it to a tea dye, yeah, and that would even out the yeah. effect you're having. But do you like the yellow yeah. portion? No, no. So I so making it see more the back blue, of the sweater looks great. It's you know that's fine. The front of it, I don't know what. And so I'm like, okay, well maybe. What I does the inside it, look like? Like it looks not. It looks like some. Oh, some that's so agent weird. Okay, oxidized. yeah. So the inside of the fronts, where the out the outside yep. of the fronts is discolored, but the inside is not. It's just where it touched, where everything that air. touched the air is, and but also, this button band. Can you see how it's blue? Because it was overlapped. It was overlapped. Yeah. 
So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I block it again and put it backside up and make it all turn this ugly yellow color so it's consistent. I don't know what to do. I like the, I think the dye choice is yeah going to be the best because you could get something that erases all these bad feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I'm just going to get like better. a dark blue and kind of just go over and just see if I can get it to be more denim-y. Be more. Well, I don't even care if it looks like denim. I just want it to all be the same color. I'm just saying, if you go darker with like a darker blue, like a denim, yeah, it's going to give you the same feel, the same look. It's going to play well. With I got here this morning and I was excited to pull it off the blocking boards to mm-hmm. look at it, and I was like, "Well, this doesn't look good. Like, look at that. It's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It looks like something that which sat is why when you said you made for a long time, when you said you made three, I was like, I definitely need to make another one. Yeah. Oh my god. So I'm you, upset. Yeah, you need to have something as a palette cleanser. And nobody, and I don't know if it's our, it's it's not the water. If it were the water, wouldn't everything have... And it was yellow when it came out of the... The dye bath was yellow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe it interacted with the water and then the air? I there's, don't know. Yeah, there's some interesting just, chemistry happening. Yeah, I don't know. that the air is having a reaction It's just to what was being blown. I think what I'm going to do is get it wet. Maybe I'll just like lay it out and spray it mm-hmm. with the backside up yeah. and see if that does anything. And then from there, I can decide if I want to dye it. Because I think it should be a little more consistent before I throw it in the dye bath. That's just probably to true, too. Because I worry about trying getting even like it out. a green tinge where right. the line is. Oh, no. <laughs> and make it all have that green tinge. Oh. Make it worse. <laughs> yeah, it was bad news. Oh. So I finished that. <laughs> so I need to make another one. And I'm upset. But oh, I'm sorry. Um, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Oh. Um, I also knit... This is a different note. But I knit a... <laughs> Moving on from your tragedy. (laughs) So this is a pattern called um, the Empower People Project. Oh, I saw that pattern. So I have their little blurb here to talk about what the whole deal is. So Empower People is a purple colored craftivism project aimed at uniting crafters to spark conversation, engagement, and action. Wear it when you vote grocery shop, march, or knit in your socially isolated bedroom, which is probably where I will wear it. Um, we would love to see a sea of purple to represent unity. So tell your friends, family, knitting groups, or anybody who can knit, crochet, or sew a simple pattern. So there's three different versions. Uh, they say make a bandana and commit to vote. So the whole thing is like uniting crafters. And it's also been a push to um, help support um, people of color, dyers specifically. Yeah. So, um, oh, which, which there's three, that? there's three patterns. There's a knit, a crochet, and a sewing pattern. I think there might be two crochet patterns, like a Tunisian and a regular. I think that's so. Oh. Um, oh, I, I made the knitted one and the yarn I used is from Mitchell's Creations and the colorway is called, I wrote it down, Stand United. And it's kind of like a dark lavender with pops of like a violet, like dark purple. And little bits of like kind of red. It's really pretty. Um, they have a list of uh, colors that were people of color that I wanted to choose one of them to support because it's a great mm-hmm. way to do that, like to support a black owned business because it takes one ball of yarn and there's so many great dyers out there. And a mm-hmm. lot of like smaller companies like Mitchell's Creations, where I bought this from, has a little Etsy shop and she doesn't have a lot of colorways, but this was one that I pre-ordered. So it did take me a little while to get. Um 
but I'm very happy with we it. We still have, what is it, 60 days? Something like 70 that. 70 days till the election. So yep. I'm sure you can get your yarn and make your... I love this. I have some purple yarn I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. I think, hearing what you just said, I'll probably buy some more purple yarn. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good excuse some. to buy some yarn. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I... Um, I had I yarn in my stash that this. was like a Malabrigo Arroyo. It takes a DK weight. Um, I forgot that. In I whatever got, that great purple color is. I got fabric. I have purple fabric Purple for mystery. That. No, no, it might be Wales Road, like the blue, oh, the and, purple. blue and purple. Yeah. Um, anyway, I want to also read this, their commitment. Uh, it's on their Instagram and on their Ravelry page. But it says, as a crafting community, we are skilled mobilizers. We are committed to the following. Embracing humanity, we all want to be treated as human beings. Embracing family, we all want to protect and provide for our loved ones. To embody community, we all want marginalized communities to be safe from law enforcement. Emphasize equality, we believe that women's rights and LGBTQ plus rights are human rights. And to emancipate equity, we want equity and social mobility for all. Which all sounded like things that I wanted to support and mm-hmm. I liked the project. It's a fast and easy um knitting pattern all of them are simple patterns but it's a triangle shape that you seam together at the end and you can wear it as like a cowl or you can wear it in your hair like a bandana but i finished that and i want to make another one i want to make the crocheted one maybe with the malabrigo yarn that i have um so this is very special to me because we just had our 100th anniversary of women's the Mm -hmm. you know the 19th amendment um, and that was signed on August 18th, which is my birthday. Yeah. Oh. And so I love that. I made my kids listen to Sojourner's, a, a performance of Sojourner's Truth, um, Ain't I a Woman speech. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that was the first time when I heard her speech that I realized, oh, feminism should like include everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, White lady fe- feminism is not yeah, feminism. Yeah, right. I mean, I didn't know the name for that mm-hmm. when I understood that. Now I understand. Now later I learned that's intersexual. Fem- intersectionality. Intersectionality. So Jordan so. Truth went through so much in her life. And I was kind of prompted to teach my children about her when um, Susan B. Anthony was pardoned as this president's, you know, nod to uh-huh. the 19th Amendment, which, hey, great, you acknowledge Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, I couldn't find that she'd been arrested, so that's interesting. But if Susan B. Anthony, Anthony. was arrested, you got to know that Sojourner Truth probably had right. plenty of um, legal battles and fights. I mean, she... She fought for all of her, like, she got all of her, I believe she got all of her children um, out of slavery. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, amazing woman. Gorgeous thing that you've made. Thank Um, you. And I want to make them. I didn't know there was a sewing pattern. Yeah, it's a simple, like, triangle shape. It'd be kind of fun to make the sewing pattern and give, like, have them in your pocket to give people. Yeah, that'd That'd be be cool. Um, Not that we can wear them to go vote. You I know, know, but yeah, that would Actually, be ideal. You can There you will can still vote. be yeah. forty-seven yeah, places, See, polling places in Ventura County that you can vote I, in I person. I do like going to vote. I in love to go to vote okay, in person. You that can still vote so in person. Yeah, you but have that option. I feel like I should 
vote by mail just to make the statement that that needed to be available to Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could go the to the drop-off box for the post office yeah. and put it in. I don't know yeah. if that's the same there feeling. There will be 33 but... station places where you can drop off. Yeah. I know this because I have signed up to help with the polling places. Yeah. I was going to do that but... this year. I had okay. all the plans last time that I was like, I want to go okay, and volunteer, sign... but... You can't just sign up. You have to have a resume. Yeah. You have to go be... I have a phone interview which oh hopefully Guys, that was one of my I, goals this year I and can't then I believe they're making you jump through so many hoops because we were like I got some insight okay. into po- how they set up polling places and uh-huh. that was a hot mess in the spring really yeah. so I can't believe they're making you do so much when think... they can't get there together yeah. well <laughs> I think part of it because so much of it's going to be electronic um and they are hey they're getting paid sure the very first certain... I was pregnant with my firstborn when I for when, the first time I ever helped at a polling place and back then they didn't pay you. Mm-hmm. You that was the longest I boringest it was day. Like a volunteer position. It was, but now they pay you. I didn't know There's, that. Now it's between fifteen and seventeen fifty an hour, depending on what you're doing. They have a lot yeah. of people working ahead of time in the in the, doing clerical in the office. So, nice. and that's one of the things they've offered me. So we'll nice see. that yeah. will help pay the bills while we're waiting to meet together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. My goal when we voted last, I was like, you know, I'd like to like volunteer at the polling place because I know a woman who does that every, you know, time, mm-hmm. but not this year. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, uh, so I've also finished one, um, I shaved all my hair off. <laughs> I love it, it <laughs> looks you. fantastic. So, the I've, been, COVID cut. <laughs> I've been sewing lots and lots of headbands, <laughs> um, because I've been wearing lots of headbands. So, these are all. Inspired by a headband that I bought at Target, which is like a, it's got elastic in the back and it's got like a little twisty in the front. But then I found a pattern. Um, I'm going to have to Google it, which I should have done first. Um, T-shirt fabric. Yeah. So some of them are t-shirt fabric. Some of them are quilting cotton. They have elastic, so they don't need to be stretchy, but um, I've made lots and lots of them. Um, The pattern's called DIY. Nope, not that one. Hold on. Still looking. It's a DIY twisted headband and I, oh, madamso.com or madamso, I don't know, .com um, has a free pattern Madame. with a video on um, how to make them. So I've made lots of them and I have been wearing them all the time and they're good for stash busting because you only need like a little strip of yarn and some elastic, which is good because I've got lots of one inch elastic. I don't have any like quarter inch or smaller <laughs> anymore, but I got lots of one inch elastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also knitted... Um, another UU pattern. We were talking about UU before. She has a free pattern called the Hot Mess Headband. And it's ribbing with uh, a little twist in it, like a cable twist at the top. It's very simple. And I used like a half a ball, not even like a quarter of a ball of some Malabrigo Rios that I had laying around. So that's another good stash buster. Nice. But those are the things that I have finished. Very cute. It's pretty productive. Yeah, I've been more productive this month than I have in the past. I did knit a whole sweater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, do you finish anything? Uh, what did I finish? Oh, I designed a bag mm-hmm. and I finished it. I made two of them. Sure. And I started a third oh. one. It's the uh, every year it it in the fall I start getting looking for um, dishcloth calendars that you, made from linen, heavy duty linen. You can get at spoonflower.com. They have all kinds of them. Uh, they're about the size of a fat quarter, but they're bigger because on the linen, the the linen is 54 wide, not 40, 
something. Mm-hmm. So you end up with uh, a, uh, a fat quarter ends up being 18 by 20 mm-hmm. something. <laughs> Some big, uh, a lot bigger, oh, by 25 or 26. And anyway, so I had some extra and I, and I wanted to use them not as a dish cloth. And I, and so I'm kind of, I was limited by as far as the diameter of the bag by the size of the dishcloth um, calendar. And I always, I always just like that. It's kind of a vintagey idea. Anyway, so it's very cute. Um, I cut it in half. I had one that, where the calendar was on the first half and I had a flower in the, in the top half and designed a bag. So I finished a couple of those. It's like a bucket bag shape. Yeah, like it's like it. a bucket bag. It's a very useful has, project bag. It's got a zipper and I did this in a class. And so this is going to be also available later when we have oh, this class last mm-hmm. night, right? This, and tonight, oh, it's and a two-parter. Um, but one of my one of my students who didn't show up for class last night because she'd already finished her bag. Oh, well, that's fine. Because they love our video. She, she, she says our videos have really helped her keep uh, calm and sane during mm-hmm. these times. So but that's the anyway. thing with the video classes. You like do your work on your own mm-hmm. and then you pop into class with your questions yeah. or comments or comments or praises. We don't want any concerned. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, kidding. I used to too. have a teacher and every, after every class he would say questions, comments, snide remarks. <laughs> so I also don't want any snide remarks. <laughs> um, I finished, I did finish the baby blanket, the, the um, Bavarian crochet one. Mm-hmm. We're gonna Very do another, well. and I'm gonna make do another one. We're gonna make it bigger because that was actually really fun. Um, well, there's some cupcakes Tuesday morning. <laughs> Are there? <laughs> yeah, there. It looked like it was all one colorway. It was um, like a white, a hot. Pink. What's the price? I didn't look because I wasn't shopping. For well, them. I got the okay. So the cupcakes are normally at at. I got them at Joanne's. They're normally eight bucks, but. With the coupon, they get end up being five bucks, and mm-hmm. I only use two. There's it's 150 grams, but it's almost 600 yards per cake. I saw somebody online that had made a sweater or was making a sweater with the rainbow version, like the full-on mm-hmm. rainbow, red, orange, yellow mm-hmm. rainbow of the cupcakes, and I was like, man, that would be a cheap and really fun project. So yes. I was daydreaming about making a rainbow cardigan with those cupcakes. I think well, I this like was um, the colorway that has hot pink and yellow. It's like a neon mm-hmm. kind of. You might like it. Well, I had bought three, not knowing how big it was going to finally be, and I only used two. I have a little bit left over of the, of the second one. It would not go with the color. But, but I intentionally <laughs> picked three different colors that play well together. You would almost think they're the same color because sometimes their colors remind me of like Noro. You know how Noro has similar colorways that you think quite. what's different about mm-hmm. these two. Oh, one thing is different here. Um, as far as finishing stuff, I'm trying to think what I've finished. This is not a good month for finishing. This is a good you month for starting. a whole bunch of finished well, I, sometimes it's a good month. Sometimes you feel like I didn't do anything this month. Yeah. People who record knitting podcasts every week, like, what do you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> do you really get much done in between? I mean, wow. Mm. Or I'm sure they do. I think they probably talk about the things they're working on and give you a maybe in a little more detail. I say, well, okay. One thing that I've been doing is not craft related at all. Is called it's by Girl Trek. It's called Black History Boot Camp. And it's 21 days, and it's just a half hour, and you connect with um, on with them, or you can listen on Spotify afterwards. It's these two gals that 
started this and the idea was that within the black community it's very difficult to there's health issues because of the stress and of working and they felt that if they could get out of the house and walk for just 30 minutes a day and in the meantime we learn about surgery and truth we learn about um like day 18 this last time had the harlem hellfighters and so you learn this history of these mm-hmm. people people that you may not have known um the you, you do it for like 21 21 days so it's like so many days a, a week or five days a week and then you you can catch up on the weekend or something like that if you and if you can't make it when they're walking um you can listen to them talking one of them is actually in africa while other ones in dc hmm. um so they're they're not even together when they're walking but you can hear them outside and you could hear now being that i'm not a person of color i don't participate in the chats because it really is geared um they and they do talk about that if you're an ally thank you for jo- joining and being part of that and learning with them but this really isn't for us mm-hmm. it's for them but i have learned a lot and the more it's good for me to hear more about the um, these people in our american history that have helped shape and um and form our world without our even knowing it that's cool so <clears throat> So that is, so if you look up Girl Trek, it's T-R-E-K, um, and look up Black, or do a search for Black History Boot Camp, I highly suggest. Um, this is just, this, this was the second time that they did it. They uh, did one in July and they did one in August, so they might do it again. Um, and there's a TED Talk with it, with the gals from Girl Trek, so and they're all, they do encourage people, if they're local, to, to each other to go out and usually in the non-COVID world yeah. <laughs> to, to walk Ideally, together. Yeah. But even if you're just walking around your block. So cool. Anyway, that's 30 minutes that a day that I get away from my stuff and just listen and that's good. while I, while doing something good for my body. So last month we did a personality quiz. What yarn? No, excuse me. What fabric are you? Mm-hmm. Um, that was Anne's choice, and we were looking for a quick topic today because uh, we don't have as much time to record today as we usually do. I, so I found a quiz from Let's Knit.co.uk <coughs> called uh, "What Type of Yarn Are You?" So it's ten questions, and at the end, I suppose we will know what type of yarn we are. I don't know what that's going to say about us, but I thought it would be a fun little quick topic if you guys wanted to. Uh, play along with us. I just did a Google search for what yarn are you quiz and it was the second result from like I said, let's knit.co.uk So, are we all ready? Yeah. Okay, so let's the first start. question says, what level are your knitting skills? So the que- the options are, I'm just brushing up on the basics. I'm ready to step up my game. I can whip out a sweater in no time. I've mastered some tough techniques or I'm a certified expert. Uh, <laughs> I don't I, think any of us are certified I'm right. not expert because I won't pay for that. No. I go <laughs> back and forth. I'm like, should I? Nah. Uh, but I would still qualify, I think. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say I'm a certified expert because... Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose it is our job. I right. design patterns. <laughs> okay. But yeah. it, it is a toss-up. Like, I can whip out a sweater in no time. True. I mean, it's true. But I'm gonna say certified. I, okay. I, I can't necessarily whip it out in no time, but that doesn't mean depends, that on, the sweater. <laughs> depends on the sweater. Depends on the sweater. What sweater out? Keep your mind out whip of there. It. Whip like, it out. You, Karen, did you? Well, those are people who wear their masks under their nose. Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> okay. Question number two. So what is your favorite thing to make? Uh, strictly scarves. Oh God. Anything that uses one ball of yarn. Those are nice. 
clothing, lacy, lovely knits, whatever it is, the fluffier the better. Clothing. Yeah. We're all gonna be the Where's the, I know, right? Where's the, I like to make all the things. Yeah. Oh, this could be different. What's your favorite color palette? Bright and bold, something with a bit of sparkle, simple, neutral hues, soft pastels, or deep jewel tones. Mm. Oh, deep. I'm gonna go bright and bold because I'm like big into neon. Yeah, you kinda, I, think I mean, it's an ever moving. It's thing. yeah, that or jewel tones. But lately, I've been. Really it depends big. on what we're talking about. Like, what's my favorite color palette to knit with? Then probably bright and bold. But I don't know. Um, that brings me back to Mirabella's um, rainbow questions. She was sort of torturing me because I love all the colors. Yeah. Like, I want. I mean, I'm probably least attracted to a very neutral palette, but sometimes that's appealing mm-hmm. to me too. So she's like, mom, if you only had four colors to make a rainbow, what would you do? And, I'm, and I gave her an answer. I'd be unhappy with like that, that I'd be unhappy with that word. <laughs> but I was like, stop it. You are torturing me right now. I cannot I like live in a question. world with only four colors. Stop it. Wait, 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 wait. Good thing there's an infinite amount you of colors. You know what I would right. do? What? I would take 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 black my, black and black because I would are take, all the colors. I would take the strands <laughs> apart and mix new colors. <laughs> you can't tell me I can only have four right. colors. Oh, she hurt my head. <laughs> Talking about it now. Hurts my head. <laughs> okay, question number four says, "What's your most common knitting exclamation?" <laughs> it's what does that mean? <laughs> Back to square one. I need another hand. This is so easy, or it's so soft. It's so. I like, say, what say does that, that mean? Because <laughs> sometimes again. you read a pattern, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? What's your most culminating exclamation? I'm going with, what does that mean? I think that anybody who asks me for help on Wave of Change will see that when I say reading is for suckers, I'm being sincere. Because there were very clever things in there that mm-hmm. I almost missed. Yes. Because I wasn't reading. There was, so... I think, a small typo in that pattern. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I think I but, didn't notice because I didn't read that yeah. closely. I was like, I know what she means. Well, thankfully, um, I didn't miss one of the really helpful things about how to get your pearls. Um, yeah. I missed it for a while, but thank you, Mindy, for asking about that. So then I learned it, too. Um, I think I need another hand just so that I can. I need two I like more that. hands so I can knit twice as much. I am envious of Hermione Granger and her bewitched knitting needles that she can, like, just make knit themselves. Yeah. I need to be I need to be like her. Okay. What's your favorite knitting what excuse me, what's your favorite activity besides knitting? Painting, going to the theater. Uh, <laughs> <Not nice today. laughs> ideally, yes. Um nice long walks, crocheting or playing with my children, grandchildren, etc. I love that None crochet of these. is the other mm-hmm. option. <laughs> <laughs> well, crochet would be the closest. I like I'm painting. Say going to the theater, even though that's not something. Yeah, I do, I right do now, like doing I that. I love movies. I'm going with things. playing with my children slash grandchildren slash. Ne- it niece, should say nephews, nephews, family uh, members. Do you know the the plural the like gender neutral term for a niece or nephew? Yeah. Nibblings. <gasps> my nibblings. Because oh, oh, it's not like your grandkids. No. I always used to say my niece views. That's good. Nice but views. nibblings. Oh my god, I need to chat That's to my adorable. sister. She will love that. Um, my nibblings. My nibblings. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Question number six says, where can we find you on a Friday night? <laughs> okay. Working late, out at a fancy bar, volunteering, catching up with friends over dinner, or cozied up under a big blanket watching big blanket. TV. Big blanket. Yeah, I think we're all there. <laughs> we're knitters, right? Right. 
Uh, number seven says, what is your favorite meal to make? Uh, one pot wonders, sushi, a Sunday okay. roast. I leave the cooking to somebody else. Cakes are my specialty. <laughs> I love creating cute meal ideas for the kids. I do not cook and I leave it to my husband. So that's okay, my choice. Pot. So my husband makes sushi. Oh yeah, we have made sushi. Ugh, I so would good. say yeah. Sunday roast because it's a complicated multiple like thing. If it, it it's multi steps. So Kevin does most of the cooking out of convenience right now, but one pot wonder. Sure. James likes cooking like as a hobby, so I'm yes. like, Oh, you make whatever you want. Ooh, okay. I can cook, I just choose. Does to he like not. the instant pot? Um, he doesn't use it that often. And I'm He loving- likes the whole process of cooking, so he oh, wants yeah. to like, you know, do it all. I'm loving my cast iron Dutch oven. Oh yeah. I make so much stuff in that now. Um, question eight says, what's your favorite thing to make with leftover <laughs> scraps? Um, I usually let them pile up in my yarn basket, a big blanket made up of whatever I have laying around, something practical like a dishcloth or coaster. I like to practice new techniques or cute little cuddly toys. Mm. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm between new techniques and piling up. <laughs> I'm gonna go with... I either ignore them or I love them. I'm going to go with a big blanket. Yeah, I actually have a giant granny Yeah, you guys actually I like to think that that also includes, like, the sweaters, because I'm a big fan of, like, yeah. the scrappy sweater, ding, so ding, right that's what I'm doing. Where do you typically knit? On the commute. It's my only spare time. I've just joined my local knitting group at home in my favorite chair. I host my local knitting group or at home with a cat on my lap. Oh, I wish I could have a cat. Probably, like, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, can't we choose? This doesn't have choose all that apply. Yeah. I'm going to go, I would ideally Obviously like to choose at home with my cat in my lap, but my cat does not like me and will oh. not sit with me. So that would be my husband's option, but I I'm going like to say. I like my cat in my lap because he, because he really gives me side eyes. If I try to knit while he's sitting on my lap, he looks at me like, like what are you doing? me. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm and gonna if I say stop in my him, favorite like, chair. Did I say you could stop? Uh-huh. So I'm gonna say favorite chair. I really want a hairless cat, and I want one that's fat. Yeah, it looks pudgy. Like, it looks like a fat baby. <laughs> oh my god, they're so cute. I didn't fall in love with them until I saw see my a fat face. one. I, oh, Karen's disgusted. But would I would say what I, I think. You know what a fat one? Would, well, okay, a, a fat one might be cute, like those on on Doctor Who. A little fat, a little adipose. Yes, adipose. Kind of, it is a little. Like I would that. say what I think they look like, but it's inappropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last question is: What knitting advice would you give a beginner? Keep it simple. Choose a unique yarn to spice up your projects if you're not ready to use mm-hmm. multiple colors. Always make a gauge swatch to get <laughs> best results. Stick to a simple knit for your textured yarns. Uh, these are all good advice, but yeah, don't be I'm... afraid to make mistakes. You can always unpick ding, and ding, start ding, again. Ding, ding. That's my last uh, one. I'm going to go Gage Swatch. <laughs> I'm going to go with... I'm between Gage Swatch and the last one, but I, I, like the last I want one people not to be afraid. But I don't want to choose the same yarn as you. Yeah. See, beginner... I'm choosing <laughs> use a unique yarn because I think that beginners tend to just buy the cheap stuff, yeah. which is good, yeah. but I don't think they should be afraid to use something fun, something especially fun. if it's a simple project. Yes. Like you're good enough as soon as you can. Yeah, to make a great scarf or something. And you are entitled to that delicious but yarn. sometimes the textured yarns are problematic. True. Yeah. But that's why they need us, then. It's the cocaine <laughs> dealer. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's only knitting. <laughs> well, I have my results. This is impossible. I have my results. I hate this yarn. <laughs> I, I hate mine, too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this might, okay. I, okay, maybe these British people don't understand. Maybe we need an American test. I, okay. I don't like this. I'm Boucle. Me too. Oh my gosh. Are oh, you Boucle too? Yes. Ugh. You know, when I did I the test of this 
uh, this test, I of uh, this quiz, I kind of didn't look. I just picked a bunch of random ones, and I ended up with this result. So maybe that's the only option. <laughs> You're all bouclé, because that's what we want to say. This is like the seeds that people are getting in the mail, the invasive species. If so. anybody else takes this that's listening to this, please let us know if you are also bouclé yeah. yarn, because I'd be really curious what my options are. You love to treat yourself with something a little luxurious that extends to your knitting, too. Lacy knit, soft, high-quality yarn are must-haves, and you are no stranger to advanced pattern or delicate design. Okay, that's true. Boucle is just try- the thing to try to add something special to a plain jumper pattern. I do like this, like, look. Yeah. Like, that sweater's very so cute. cute. But, I wouldn't make it no. out of boucle. Um, so, it's just they're trying to do an invasive species of yarn. Mm-hmm. And trying to trick us all in. So. Yeah, boucle's not... I don't also know how old this quiz is, because boucle yarn is, like, not really a thing yeah, right like, now. Yeah, like, good luck finding it. Right. I think this, everybody decided they didn't like it. Almost looks like the Debbie Bliss, um, which I, I did like that, the Astrakhan. Yeah, yarn. that was a good one. Because it, it, it was had, like a natural yarn. It, and it felt good. It. Uh-huh. And it had... Um, it wasn't hard to knit with. Sometimes right. if it clays, if you get caught on your tip. Um, I'm looking at I don't at know what... Okay, so I like the yeah, description. Yeah, I'm trying to see what this the yarn is. sign up for I, it. I like the description, but oh, yeah. you the free pattern here. I don't yeah. want to share emails. No. I'm no, so thanks. sorry. Well, I would be curious to see if what other people's options are. So please tell us because I want to know. <laughs> if anybody gets well, okay. According to that description, I do think it must refer. There must be other definitions. If you're a beginner or if you're a well, newer yeah. knitter, you're going to make other choices. But we didn't all choose the same thing every time. About 85% of the time. Okay, do we want to jump into our obsessions real quick? I am obsessed with um, old news, David Tennant's podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, David Tennant does a podcast. David Tennant (laughs) does a podcast with. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's all his friends and fantastic people. Like, it was very cool to hear him interview a former prime minister. Um, I love the one that he did with... um, Are you going to say Kristen Ritter? No, um, I started the sentence without remembering her name. Um, who plays the queen? And oh they yeah, were in the that's show the together. first one, Olivia Collins. Yes, and I love her so much, and I did not that's, know that's I could not her then. Name, is it? I think it is. Her okay. last name is Collins because her nickname is Collie. Hmm. Okay. Um, Coleman. I'm yes. sorry. I was like, that's not, that doesn't sound but right. Olivia Coleman is very, I'm like, no, Katie. I was about to Google it and tell you you we were wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Coleman, yes. Right. She's anyway, a delight. And that was a good episode. Um, that's, yeah, that's I a good love one. Her even more. Um, it's interesting. There's like this running theme of leave celebrities alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which made <laughs> me feel give... validated in that when I did see David Tennant at Disneyland, I did not say hi to him. <laughs> I really, really wanted to. Yeah, but I mean, what are you, what is that hello to a celebrity really going to do for your life, right? You accept yeah, just to say I said hi to him. Yeah, and then, I mean, like, no, do you see? You, are you really wanting to be the person that messes up their family vacation? I've also decided, James talked about there was a con we were going to go to where you could, like, pay to meet him, like, mm-hmm. do a meet and greet. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I could physically do it. I think I'd get to the front of the line and be like, I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, like, wow. I love you. Bye. Okay. Sorry. I love you. Well, see, that's, and then that feeds in the same thing. Like, why would I pay you? I'd rather pay you to enjoy your art. Right. Right. So I would pay to go see a movie or whatever, but I, 
I don't want to pay just to meet you. Yeah. Um, okay, so Kristen Ritter, mm-hmm. great knitter. Yes. Um, and designer. Badass. She wrote a pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Writer. She's an author. She wrote a novel. Mm-hmm. I'm not um, crazy about her stuff. But I, it's a I very, just, it's a specific look. If yeah, you don't like it, it's, it's not for you. But it's not, I haven't been attracted to making anything. I but feel, she's prolific and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I feel like it's. And she has a baby. Yes. Okay. I like that. <laughs> but I just feel like, I feel like what I've seen. Maybe I'm a snob about it. I just think, okay, another celebrity that comes out with super simple stuff but that, she and she has big giant yarn that forever. anybody could do. She's you know what? The the flip side of that coin is she has a very large following of people. Mm-hmm. And because if it's, she's a celebrity. No, that's what I'm saying. And if she has a simple pattern that can make more people knitters. accessible, then we have more knitters in the world. Yeah. Um, it's always good to have more crafters in the world. She said the best thing. When mm. he asked her, and you, you know, I know you guys listen to that, um, when he's talking to her about knitting, which I have to appreciate, he wasn't like, like oh, oh, you knit, knit? how no. cute, right? He was like very appreciative of being just another creative just expression. He's such a nice man. He's the best. <laughs> so, um, she said the best thing because, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, I have sixty something projects that I made a list of, categorize what they are: mm-hmm. gifts, sweaters, blah blah blah. Um. Why does a girl living in Southern California in a temperate beach town need yeah. 60 knitting projects ahead of her? Forget what's done. Kristen Ritter said, I'm addicted to achievements. I love and that. that oh, is why okay. I like I that. Knit. Because it's an achievement. Yeah. Getting it done is an achievement. And bam. It feels good. Yeah. 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 It's not about the the, the No, garment. it's always been about the process. Like, I never, ever think, what will I wear this with? No, no, no. I'm knitting never. it because it's fun. Yeah. So I'm addicted to achievement and I, I, I don't have a problem. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. All right. It's true. That's my addiction. David Tennant's does a podcast with. I am really obsessed with, I found this girl on TikTok, but I follow her also on Instagram and her handle is, I don't know if it's Ms. or if it's MS, Maverick Muse. So Ms. Maverick Muse is her name, but she's a vintage inspired, like makeup artist slash like vlogger. So she does a lot of um, looks inspired by vintage celebrities and decades and stuff. So she will like pick a decade and do like she did this amazing beehive. She has like all these fabulous wigs and she's a super talented makeup artist. So she'll do like this, you know, amazing video inspired by the 60s or whatever. She's been producing a lot of Dolly Parton content and inspired looks, which is how I found her. Um, But yeah, she's, you know, inspired by different decades. And I've also been really into watching um, people's live content. So she'll go live on like Instagram or TikTok every day while she just like does her makeup and chats about vintage stuff. And she always has like amazing playlists that like accompany everything. She had a playlist that she was, I was watching her live yesterday doing her Dolly Parton inspired makeup. And she has a playlist called Backwoods Barbie. And it's like Dolly, (laughs) but also like, you know, sort of like that whole era. So, uh, she has amazing playlists, really fun content. Um, so I'm, I've been very inspired by her and she's very fun to watch. So nice. that's my obsession. Well, my squirrel brain doesn't really focus long enough to be obsessed with anything. But when you're talking about Michael Tennant, I can't get enough like David. of Tennant. David Tennant. See, and Michael Sheen. because you're thinking of Michael, Michael Sheen. Yeah, you, made a, yeah. okay. you made a sandwich so, out of their, their brotherly love. <laughs> because if you look at their their 
videos with them at home mm-hmm. going back and forth, especially the one where they're like an old married couple. It's so freaking hysterical. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're fun. If you if, since we can't since we gotta wait for good omens to happen, mm-hmm. they're the next best thing. So you get to see them. Yeah, when they're not in good omens. Anyway, so that's love it. All right, well. We are at our typical about hour and a half mark. Yep. We tried so to keep it brief, it but it doesn't work that way. We so. don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, we don't get to talk to each other as much as the old ways. No, so. that's true. All right. Well, if you um, <clears throat> took that quiz, I want to know what your result was. And uh, we are releasing new video classes every month. So when this episode comes out, there will be new video classes on our website. Check right. out our newsletter. If you don't get our newsletter, join our newsletter because we're for everywhere. Now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you don't live near us, then that doesn't matter because you can join us on Zoom. Yep. Um, but we hope you enjoyed and we will talk to you in two weeks for our book club episode. And we are reading an ocean. What is it? An ocean. Oh, I have it right here. The ocean. At the, the ocean the at lane. the end of the lane. Um, excellent. So if you want to read that and join us, it's a small book, so you have time to do that. In two weeks, that episode will be out. And I think that's it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.